Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Listen to 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star on your Amazon or Google smart speaker and just say, Alexa, play 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star. He is Joe Reinagel. I'm Jason Menix. Let's talk some Cowboys with the great John Mashota, who joined us on the Buyers Barricades guest line. Uh, John, is the Cowboys get ready to send some people, but not their head coach or defensive coordinator, to Indianapolis for the Combine? If you were to, by position, prioritize the Cowboys' wish list, how would it go for you? I've, it's tough because there's so many moving parts here. So as the roster sits right now, I would have offensive line. I would say that'd be the number one position on offense. Defensively, it would have to be linebacker and then defensive tackle. So if we're going exact positions, I'd probably say number one, linebacker, number two, center, three, left tackle, four, defensive tackle. And so they can address those before the draft with possibly bringing back Tyler Biotish and Tyler's, uh, or Tyron Smith, but linebacker, that's the one where I kind of, I feel like they can draft a linebacker, but I think they're going to address that before the draft even happens just because of the fact that I think they need a veteran type player there, uh, to fill in in that spot. But they're, you know, they're going to do the same plan that they have in previous years where they're going to try and fill as many gaps as possible in free agency so they're not forced to draft any position. But you look at this draft class, it's not really that deep at linebacker. Running back could be another need. That's not really a deep position. The deep spot is really offensive line, particularly offensive tackle. And I, I still think even though offensive tackle might not be your number one need, if that's the best player available at 24, I think that's what they'll end up picking. You know, it's interesting, John, because the, the, you, you hit the nail on the head. The Cowboys have a lot of areas that they need to fill, and Jerry says they want to go all in. Um you know, I, I know that Jerry likes to go through the draft and try to build a team that way. Um, do, do you think the Cowboys will be active in the free agent market this year? I honestly don't think they will unless it, unless that Dak Prescott extension gets done. Um, where his contract's at right now, I don't see a way. I mean, I guess they get CeeDee Lamb's contract done. That would help. But just because we haven't seen the Cowboys be that major player in free agency, it's it, Jerry can say all in all he wants, but until they actually show it, it's hard to believe that it'll happen because it it would be such a change from how they've been building over the last 10, 15 years. And so I think he says all in because that's a great thing to say that fans want to hear this time of year. The problem is that that saying all in only lasts for four weeks a month because we're going to know whether or not they're all in in March in free agency. Because if they're all in, they'll make some moves that you'll be like, wow, Cowboys usually don't make moves like that. They, man, that's interesting. Okay, here we go. But I think all 
them doing anything like that all starts with us finding out that Dak Prescott gets a new deal. And so will that happen? Maybe. Um, it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be an easy contract extension just because it wasn't the last time that they, they got it done. Um, but I don't see them moving in another direction without Dak Prescott. So I think that's where it all starts with. But if, if you're asking me, do I think that they will be really active in free agency? I would probably lean towards no, just because I haven't seen them do it. John Mashota from The Athletic joining us here on The Blitz. And I know a lot of people seem to, like, well, get the DAC deal done and then you could start. They're going to have an idea of what those parameters are. So if DAC isn't first, that, in my mind, isn't a signal that they're struggling or they're not getting close to a deal. It just might not get done. But they know the framework in the neighborhood that that Dak's going to be in. And I think the numbers there, it's how it's structured where there could be a bit of a hang-up. Um, so saying that, I, I mean, I expect Dak to get his deal and you go from there. But as we we're talking about, so many different positions, and you, you go offensive line, left tackle and center, I, I guess unless they extend Tyler Biotish, how much do you think that they're willing to pay Tyler Biotish or – Will it be Tyler on a bit of a discounted deal if he's going to stay here? I mean, we're you know he's one guy that we don't seem to talk a lot about, so I'm not sure how the Cowboys really feel about him when it comes to giving him a big deal. Yeah, I get the sense that it would have to be. It's kind of like the Tyron Smith thing. Like Tyron Smith, it sounds like he wants to continue playing. Sounds like the Cowboys want him back. We've seen that Tyron Smith is willing to take a little bit less to remain with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think Tyron Smith will keep playing unless it's with the Dallas Cowboys. So. There, you kind of see, I could see him doing like a one-year deal that's somewhat team-friendly with Biotish with where he's at in his career. I don't see him doing that. I think he'll go to the highest bidder. Um, and if there's a team out there that views him as a really good starting center, uh, I don't think the Cowboys will get in a bidding war to keep Tyler Biotish. And so then if that's the case, then yeah, you probably have to draft somebody there because they got some guys that could possibly fit in that spot, but nobody that you'd feel comfortable being your starter and for for an entire season and so that's that's an issue that's a, that's a big weakness that you could have and a very important offensive line spot for Dak Prescott going into this huge year for everybody involved so it's it's a, the Beatish thing is a big question mark um because I don't get the sense that they're going to just pay whatever it takes to keep him on the roster and so if there's another team out there that thinks very highly of him it could be one of those situations where like we saw with like Connor Williams and uh you know, that ends up being a guy that gets away from you because he's a good player, but he's not a great player. You know, John, uh, uh, Cowboy fans always want to be optimistic. We do. But I, when I look at this team, and you, you can tell me if I'm being r- ridiculous, but I look at this team and I saw a window that was wide open last year. But when I look at who they have to pay with the Dak Prescott deal, with C.D. Lamb, possibly Micah Parsons, and all the free agents they have, I just don't have a lot of hope for this football team heading into the season as it stands right now. What do you think? Oh, you have every right to feel that way. There's a very good possibility that their roster isn't more talented next season than it was this season. That's why that loss to the Packers, it's beyond just another playoff loss. It's so significant because of how everything was set up for them. They're relatively healthy, how deep the roster was. You still have guys like Micah Parsons, Speedy Lamb on rookie contracts. Uh, you got to you got to play at home, and now you go into free agency, and you got to pay a lot of these guys. And so the fact is that you might not have a roster that's as good as that one was last year. So that doesn't mean that you can't have more success in January. Um, you 
just have to be playing better in January. But yeah, no, it's it's completely possible that this roster isn't any better than it was last year, and, and it's very possible that it's worse than it was last year. So uh, you don't think they were doing uh, backflips when they got the uh, new salary cap numbers today? I mean, I'm sure they were pleased with it, but I, I mean, it's like the players know what those salary cap numbers are too. So, I mean, <laughs> Dak's agent, CD's agent, Micah's agent, I mean, they're all going to be asking for more because all those positions, they're the price of, of what their value is is going up as well. And so it might help in the, in the time being, but in the long haul, I, I don't know that they were, they would probably be doing backflips. You know, John, it's interesting you say that because I saw somebody uh, tweet out, and I don't know how ac- accurate this is, but for our discussion, it makes sense that Dak could actually, with the new salary cap numbers, command $62 million a year. Yeah, yeah, he could, he could. And, uh, and I, feel very confident there's a team out there that would pay him that and, and, and it very well could be the Dallas Cowboys I'm sure they're hoping he takes a little bit less than that uh, to maybe hey. help in some other areas John, I want to interrupt you man are you getting attacked by geese as we speak what what is going on no I'm at my apartment and there's a dog park across the street so <laughs> I'm out of, I'm out of my balcony and they don't care about my sports talk radio segments uh, all right well it, they didn't sound like I thought maybe you were walking around a pond or something and there's geese coming at you, man. <laughs> like, be safe. Don't no. get attacked by some bird. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's some, some dogs barking at each other. Sorry about that. Uh, That's it's, all right. It's Friday. Let them bark. All right. Yeah, you know, people are going to continue to bark at Dak making $60 million And, you know, it's the going rate. It is what it is, right? It is. And, and it's also the fact of, like, you know, you you would love for – to have Patrick Mahomes, obviously, how well I mean he plays, and he's going to be one—he's one of the highest-paid players in the, in the league. But there's just not many Patrick Mahomes, and there's a lot of guys that are somewhere between that and let's say the tenth best quarterback. And Dak's somewhere in that place. And so if you're in that place and you're up for a new contract, then that's what's going to happen. You're going to get paid accordingly. And like I said, if the Cowboys don't do it, somebody else will. Um, so. I know there's a lot of fans that are torn on that because, hey, he hasn't had that success uh, in the playoffs, and that's ultimately the one thing that's missing for him. But I just find it hard to believe that you finish second for MVP and then all of a sudden uh, you want $60 million and your team's not going to give it to you and that nobody else is. It just, there's just not enough good quarterbacks out there to get money from somebody. Well, John, what about I, I saw where Geno Smith and Derek Carr had, uh, I guess, the restructured contracts. Is that a possibility for Dak, or, or is that – really not helping the situation uh well just because he only has the year left I, I mean they could technically do that but i mean i don't think that that helps them enough for everything that they want to do and so that's why i don't think that something like that happens i think it's more along the lines of like the last deal it'd be some four-year deal that gets done and they can push a lot of the money into the future and open up cap space for this immediate year i think that's the most likely scenario that's what i I would think that Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and Todd France are going to probably try and work on uh, if, if they meet at the combine. A lot, most most of the owners meet with most of the agents in in Indianapolis, and and I wouldn't see why those two sides wouldn't want to meet and discuss where things are at while while we're in Indianapolis. So maybe that's where uh, the ball gets rolling a little bit. But yeah, I would I would imagine it's probably a four year deal extension. That's what Dak seems to always want. Jerry yeah. would like it longer. Dak says <laughs> no. Um, and speaking of Indianapolis, I, I know you're you're heading out there. Seems like everybody's going. 
but Mike McCarthy and Mike Zimmer. And I know some coaches, especially head coaches, have opted to not go and do things on Zoom like what McCarthy and Zimmer are going to do. From your experiences out there, is that a smart move, smart decision by McCarthy? Um, it's, it's tough because the way that they've changed the schedule where they've made it like a, for a TV event by having all the workouts at night and stuff, there's just like a lot of time there that he probably can get more done at the star. And so the only part, I don't think it's that big of a deal. The only issue is that you're not actually in the room with the players that you're interviewing and he'll be on the calls with them and he'll be talking to the players virtually. But that's the one thing that he might be missing a little bit out on, but I don't think it's nearly as big of a deal as, as maybe some make it out. To, I mean, I think, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I think Sean McVay is as good as there is in the NFL and he hasn't gone in the last few years and he seems to be doing just fine. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a huge deal and uh, I don't think it's one of those, I've seen some people on Twitter talk about like, Oh, he's a lame duck coach. And so that's why he's not going. I mean, he was only out there for, you know, a few hours last year and it was really just to do media stuff. And so, uh, I don't think that's it. I just think with the new defensive coordinator, I think that he can get more done during the day while he's at the star right now than he than he would get done there. And let's be honest, one of the biggest things that Mike McCarthy does is he's kind of like Will McClay in this sense where he allows you to do your job. He trusts his scouts. He's not one of these coaches that comes in there and goes, no, 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 let me see the players. I'll tell you who we're going to draft. He's not like that. He He knows the scouts are working this all year round. He wants them to do their job. And the players that rise to the top, he'll get a chance to talk to those guys. He'll go to some pro days. He'll obviously have their 30 visits out at the star and things like that. But he does have a lot of trust in, in Will McClay and their scouting staff. Don, I just want to know what kind of answer you think you're going to get from Jerry Jones when you ask about Dak Prescott. It's funny because I've been, I've been thinking about that one and uh, getting more uh, info on the whole all-in thing. <laughs> but when it comes to Dak, I just think it'll be the same thing that he has said about Dak, about how – that he loves Dak and, and, and he can't see going forward without Dak and it'll be all very positive but ultimately that doesn't mean that oh hey okay, we leave the bus and, and Jerry said all that all this contract is on the cusp I mean I wouldn't say that it doesn't mean anything like what he says like like right there it's actually when you get in the room and you actually you know hammer this thing out so it'll be interesting to see how it goes because you know Dak has all the leverage in the, in this thing but he also knows that he has to have good pieces around him as well so I'm, I'm interested to see does do they, does it take a long time to get it done? Or is it one of those things where maybe, you know, Dak meets with them and, and is like, Hey, let's just get this thing done. I'll take a little bit less. I don't care. Let's just get this finalized and let's get, let's get going. I'm, I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, put some pieces around. Let's do this. You know, it might, I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's tough to say, but what, whatever Jerry says, I don't think that it necessarily would mean that it's about to get done or not. So next Friday, when we talk, you'll be live in Indianapolis. Yes, sir. I will be. I will be there. I'm looking forward to it. Looks like there's going to be some decent weather. Um, I always like going to India. I hope the combine stays there forever. I've heard these rumblings year after year of it potentially moving to LA. No, keep that thing in India. That's a good spot for it. There you go. Says, awesome. Says John Mashoda from That's the right. Athletic. Make sure you subscribe to the Athletic and follow John on Twitter at John Mashoda for all the great Cowboys coverage. John, always appreciate it, man. Have a great week next week in Indy. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. The great John Michaud on the Buyer's Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.